Catherine. Go on, man. Well, move up. Oh, this is my daughter, Victoria. Move up. How do you do? How do you do? If you knew my Patsy, you wouldn't have a grin the like of that from east to west all over your face. Oh, yeah, I know him all right. What's that? You know him? Well, in a manner of speaking, he's lodging here with me. You're cotton me. Look in the chest, Honoria. Patsy, me darling boy, the light of his mother's eyes. Oh, me, me beautiful Patsy, me lovely Patsy. And what in the name of the holy apostrophe is he doing here in your unclean apartment in a wooden box? But can I have him at the police station? You see, it's this way. The police sergeant's bull terrier bitch. Well, what is it, man? Speak out. For heaven's sake. <laughs> and seeing I'm the borough officer, I've given him a custody. Isn't he the fine little fella? Oh, oh he is that. Hello, Ria. He eats like a week old. He loves his bread and milk for breakfast. Oh, I made him a nice bowl of rice. Ah, he's treating you all right, darling. <laughs> well, uh, I feel kind of funny with the wee brute. He makes a sort of condemned cell atmosphere about my lodgings. What's that? They're not going to... You don't mean... Aye. They can't, they can't! Hold on, come on. Sit down. Oh, thank you. No, no, not there, not there, not there. No, no. I hear you're turning politician, Mr. Gower. Politician? Ha, statesman. Father wants to be Prime Minister of the first Scotch Parliament. Scottish, Vicky, Scottish. Help yourself to a Scottish and soda. I'll leave you to it. Hi, what's your name? You there? What? Oh, just a second, Mr. Gow. Oh. There's no call to be jumping about like a French poodle in this house. Sit down. Stagnation of public life. What was that? I'm dictating. Oh, I'm so sorry. Don't I take notes and then write it up for you? Write it up? Yeah, you um, put it into English. You'll kindly put down exactly what I say. I'm away to the cattle show early in the morning and I want a proof of the interview tonight. Yes, very good. Stagnation of public life. Wanted new men. Thomas Gow's plain words to the electors. During my term of office as Provost of Bickey, I have been instrumental in bringing about great changes in the borough. But there is one change that I shall never make. A change in the principles which guide me. No, no, of course not. Oh, where you go? He can't come in here. The master's busy. Gosh, I know that. He's busy right wrongs. Well, here's another for him. I advise you to scram. All right, Maggie. Oh, God bless you, ma'am. May the devil look past you and look straight into your eyes. Oh, ma'am, dear, it's his honor I'm seeking. Oh, I'm afraid he's giving an interview. Oh, the poor soul. And I am deeply concerned with the well-being of every individual in the community. But, ma'am, it can't wait. It's a matter of life and death. It's about my little Patsy. Why, what's the little boy done? Oh, your honor, it's about my Patsy. How dare you burst in here? Father. Burst or not, I've got to do what I've got to do. I'll do it somewhere else. I think some little boy of hers has gotten to a scrape. I won't do at the town hall. But she says it's very urgent. And now you have the insolence to come cantering into my private house. I think if you got the little chap here and talked to him. If you talked to him, ma'am, he'd bark at you. 
Dog at us? Victoria, are you mad? Show her out of here at once. And understand, Mrs. Hegarty, the case of your dog is finished once and for all. Dog? But you told me it was about your little son. No, I ask you, did I ever tell you anything of the kind? Not but what he's like a son to me. And now, now we're going to kill him. <laughs> but rubbish. Who's going to kill a little dog? The corporation and the polis and the provost. Father! Is this true about Mrs. Hegarty's little dog? She's persistently defied the law in the matter of the dog tax. But, Father... She's been warned time and time again. But if it's only seven and sixpence... She's been fined and she won't pay that. But if it's only seven and sixpence, surely... The court passed judgment and quite rightly. The town is full of dirty little mongrel dogs. The state of the pavement. How much does she owe? Five pounds in the tax. Well, surely they can make an exception. No, no, no. Oh, but pay for him. Mais non, mais non. Quoi pas? Il s'agit d'un principal. Jamais d'un principe, toujours d'un homme. Here, here. If you're so keen on dogs, save up and get a new one. A new dog? A new dog? The next time, pay the tax. Vicky, put it away. Now, what was I saying before that unconscionable interlude? You were concerned with the well-being of every individual in the community. Ah. I'm asking my friends in Vicky to give me an opportunity of applying these principles. I'll subscribe. What? Unless you want to settle on the quiet, of course. Do you mean for that woman? I wouldn't pay a penny on principle. Wouldn't it be advisable? Especially when you're asking people to vote for you. Thank you very much. Will you kindly mind your own business? I'm asking my friends in Vicky to give me an opportunity of applying these principles. My Lord. Come along. Come along. You won't put me out. I won't. You won't put me out. Can I help you? Don't be tinker. Get inside. Now, uh, where was I? Applying these principles. Ah, yes, in a wider field. It is the realization that each unit in the state is a living, breathing soul. Will you get on? Living, breathing soul. Each with his own intense perception of his own rights and his own wrongs. A leader must have that strange sixth sense which enables him to see into the hearts of his people. The prophecy is to mind the corrections burden. Mr. Burden. Ach, away. Ach, away yourself. To bed. Go on. Gonna keep the machines waiting all night. Probably. Here, no smoking within hours. Yeah, have one. Aye. Oatmeal. The food of horses in England and men in Scotland. 
And where, sir, can you find such horses or such men? Mister. Sir, to you. Have some porridge. Ach, away. Did you write that? <clears throat> Listen, I've took a kind of liking to you, and I'm telling you, seeing you're new at the game, and I'm an old hand. Do you like these? British bacteria and what they do. You're daft. I beg your pardon. Nuts the court in English. You keep your dirty mitts off my breakfast. You're fart. Aye, smile. You no stand there with a smile on your face like a split melon when the boss and the gaffer gets after you. You're done for. Do you see? Done for. Where's the golf course? Sorry. Oh, it's you. It's quite all right. You're a little bit late with your four. Well, you would have been early with your uh, aft. <laughs> uh, Donald, please. Well, anyway, why aren't you working? Donald and I are taking the morning off. Would you care to join us? Yes, I'd love to. Yeah, I'm afraid I've lost my ball. Yes, you do seem to be lying pretty badly. Not lying too well yourself. <laughs> oh, well, let's put two more down. Yes. Come on, Donald, bring the club. Do show me the way. Right. Hand me your matchet. And the ball. Your game was bad enough when you were by yourself. What will it be now? <laughs> Sorry about that business of Mrs. Hegarty's dog. Yes. Still, something ought to be done about it. Yes. How oh, sorry. I'm trying to play. Oh, it's quite all right. Did the prophets go to cry this morning? Yes, early. Why? Oh, nothing. You're in the papers. What? There's a whole page about you in the advertiser. About me? In the advertiser? Tom McWarden, have you a copy of this illustrious publication? No, me. Don McKenna saw it in the library when he was doing his crossword. In the library? Tom McWarden, keep me ice cream warm. If that isn't my name all over the page, in letters the size of a great whale itself that swims in the wide ocean. Scandalous incident over a dog. Will you listen to this now? It's high time our local bombers learned to administer the law with decency. What's the bombers at all? It was beneath the prophet's dignity to set a mind at rest. It wasn't beneath his dignity to kick her out of doors. He took his boot to her and her a complete stranger. That doesn't that not awful? Tonight this dull bully is holding a political meeting to make a grand parade of his principles. They're not good enough for us, and neither is he. Silence! Silence in this room! Congratulations. 
A magnificent fellow. If we could only apply the knowledge and energy that has gone to the breeding of that animal, to the improvement of the human stock, we could have something like that in three generations. the game. We'll have another when you've the time. Yes, I think I'll have the time. Victoria! What are you doing here with that man? You know, Mr. Burden. Yeah, I'm one of the untouchables. I'll say you are. Haven't you heard? Something terrible has happened. Horace is off his head. Oh, no, Lisbeth. Have you had the doctor? Oh, don't be silly. Drive me home and I'll tell you. And Horace will deal with you, you cad. Well, what on earth? Oh, get on, Vicky. What on earth Willie will be saying? Mr. Chairman, ladies and gentlemen, these are exceptional times. And they require exceptional... Uh, they require exceptional... exceptional measures. And exceptional men. <laughs> Pause for applause. Ah, my friends. Were you speaking? I was not. It must have been the differential. Yesterday. What young gent? Him from the newspaper. I think he can't come in. Righto. And don't say righto. Okay. He's in. How dare you come and see me? I haven't. I came to see the provost. Well, he's not back. He'll go straight to the hall. Oh, I just want to give him an explanation. I suppose you mean an apology. No, an explanation. Oh, I better go. It can't be very pleasant for you to see me. I suppose you know what you've done. You've slaughtered a fine, honorable man. It's despicable. What harm has my father ever done to you? To me? No harm. Then why do you stab him in the back like this? Why did you do it? Oh, it's hard to explain. No decent action is ever hard to explain. Oh, perhaps not. You drove me that idiotic business about that dog. You think it's idiotic? Well, it's so, so small. Pressure is never small. Oh, no, of course, but it doesn't make sense. You lose your job, you'll never get another one, and all because you got sentimental about a silly old woman and her mongrel dog. So did you? You stuck up for her. Well, I tried to clear up after the provost had asserted his authority. That's what women are for. Oh, that's what women are for, are they? Why did you do it? 